Good evening. I am Namtab. It is a delight for you to join us tonight on the podcast. I hope you have all had a pleasant day. Now I hand you over to Colin to start the episode. Okay. All right. I don't know why you're talking like that, but it's actually quite soothing, honestly. This is my ASMR voice. Oh, now it's... Okay, okay. Anyway. So, last time on Boogeyman Buddies, uh, the group managed to find out that the hand is in Deco City. So, plans were hatched to slowly trickle into there, so that way you don't accidentally, like, tip off uh, Xerox onto what's going on, because, like, you determined that everybody going there at once would be suspicious as hell. And as a result, uh, plans were made to just go in there kind of like maybe one or two at a time. Meanwhile, Gary was in space. Gary did some stuff in space. Space adventures were had. Ta-da. Space. Yup. I very much enjoys being in space. You do you know the bit that you... Okay, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so, uh, I want to stress that I am going to give the players a chance to research more into the powers that Xerox has currently taken. Uh, there is a set amount of powers. Those powers are all determined, and they get exponentially harder... Um, the more you find out. So you might be able to find all of them out. It it would surprise me if you found all of them out, though. Um, But in the meantime, uh, we'll actually start by saying Mega Lad. Hey. Both of you return. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, flying back to the city, it's top speed. Um, Thing about Halcyon City is... um, or superhero. You know, superheroes only, they do the superhero landing, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And the problem with that is you fly far enough and the superhero landing actually damages like roads, cities. It's a pain in, it's a pain to deal with. Also, it really damages your knee. Yeah. Um, so what um, Mayor Blackmore put in place um, were a few designated sites around the city where if you flew, f- if you fly far enough, you have to land there because it's made of like rubberized shit that's easily replaced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I can dig that's, it. That is actually canon. something, no, uh, legitimately, yes. That is something that uh, Chloe set up, to, oh. to be fair. Yeah, so. Uh, when like, did I do that? Uh, during the session zero where we were like, what's one thing that improved about the city and one thing that uh, unimproved. And, you're, and you said like, they improved like the infrastructure of the city, and like honestly, that sounds like something that Blackboard oh, could. I install. did say yeah. that, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, it, you it, it works out. It's like I actually did the research before coming back <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie. You don't research. God, you did not research a goddamn thing. I don't even remember what happened, what I did in space. All right, but yeah. So you you both yeah. land on one of those rubberized uh, landing pads. Um, I gotta find my friends, I've got a big sack of souvenirs here. It's time 
to fly around and find my friends. I mean, or possibly go to the base where they're probably going to be. Yeah, there you go. So, who wants to be at the base when Mega Lad returns? Uh, that place where I live. Yeah, that place where you live. And I live. <laughs> Kenny's there for once. And I'm actually out on patrol for once. I'll be on patrol with him. Okay. So we've got Penny and Switch at the base. I kick open the door. Sup, bitches, I'm back. Please don't break my door. The front door of my house. Also, don't call me a bitch. That's fine. It's fine. I'm back. How you doing? Did they teach you how to talk like that in Japan? Yes. <laughs> or space... Did you go to the swear planet? Yes. Where they invent the swear words? Stopped at Vineo Space Japan. I think I think I went through the space planet. It's flying fast is weird. Um You've killed you know, trillions. No 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 no. When you fly fast enough, you can't no, just face No, I shit. told you no! Yes, it's <laughs> canon. Don't make me spend no, the fake You are a cannon! Anyway. anyway. Hey, I got I got souvenirs. Neat. Yeah. You begged me and begged me, so I brought them. I demanded them because exactly. you were negligent last time. I wasn't negligent. I didn't remember you existed. Wow. You did. That's why you came here. What a bad friend. Jeez. Oh. Forgetting about your friends, forgetting gifts. We were never friends. Agreed. I mean, me, yeah. Anyway, who wants, who's first? Who, who wants stuff? Surprise me. Right. Colin remembers what I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, young Megalad hands you a device that... It has a very short charge, like a short time that it can be used, and it has a pretty long recharge time, but it's a device that lets you see through any wall. Okay. Yeah, so any the really cool wall. So the cool thing about space is there's a shop that the old man knows um, about, and you get basically it has what you need that you have to pay in terms of a favor. Is this shop run by um, a well-dressed man who smells suspiciously of sulfur? I'm not going to answer that because you're not here. I say out loud. I answer that because you don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it takes a while to charge up apparently, but you'll get a few like, chances to look through walls. It, you know, you switch stuff. That's what you do. Yes. So now you can I... see through walls to sh sh shift stuff or switch stuff. You know what? When I said souvenirs, I thought you were going to bring me like a box of space pocky or like a weird stuffed animal or something. This is cool. I appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah. Penny. I am. I'm and I fucking swap it out of your hands and into mine. I am 
10,000% going to commit crimes with this. <laughs> I will stop you somehow. But I doubt not it. right now. Penny, guys. good news. Yes? I don't know anything about you. We have talked once. Is that good news? Um, all I knew is that you might like sweets, so I got you this box of asteroid-shaped chocolate. Congratulations, you're now my favorite person on the team. Yes! <laughs> Finally. Aren't those called Ferro Rocher? No, no, no these are, they're actually shaped like asteroids. Um, I get that joke. I, I know. There is I get the head. joke. I want you to know I get the joke. I also get the joke. Gary, I will destroy you for this. No, why? Uh, well, you, you know what? You can't steal this from me, so fuck you. <laughs> Where are the other two? Out on patrol. I send them a text and then sit back and let them do their patrol shit. All right. So we'll... Uh... This chocolate's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll switch the uh, the camera over to the other two. Uh, so, other two, you are on patrol. Where, like, I know that um, it was... It was Zero who said that uh, they were on patrol first. So where was, what part of the city was uh, Zero patrolling? Uh, probably Alden. Okay. So you're in the the factory bit. Yep, there's a relatively large amount of crime there and it is underserved by the Halcyon City Police. Yeah. All right, so you two are... Uh, on patrol in Alden. Um, one of you give me a notice roll, and then if the other one has notice, you can uh, assist. I've got it at one. Uh, I got a two on notice roll. So, so you it. would that means that you roll and add plus one to the result. Neat. I well, got zero. I got a fucking zero. Despite the fact that Alden is one of the more crime-laden uh, parts of the city. You guys can't really find anything. It's uh, a holiday. It's, <laughs> it's a bank holiday. <laughs> you would think that they get robbed more then. Um, but uh, but no, like it's it's just it's just a slow day. Uh, and I guess more superheroes are out on patrol than normal. So the the supervillains are like laying low for now. You both get a text from Gary saying that he's back, and also almost at the same-ish time, like, almost, like, within a couple minutes of each other of that uh, text message. Sundog, you get a text message from uh, Tiffany saying, hey, we're still good for that thing tomorrow, right? And to remind Ape the player, uh, she invited you to some sort of charity gala. And uh, it is it is coming up. Yeah, I didn't have any other plans. I put that in my calendar until they remembered it. <laughs> uh, she she texts back. That's not no. what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. I'm saying okay. I text back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, barring emergencies, because you know how the life goes, but we're still 
I still plan to be there. Uh, she gives a thumbs up emoji and then texts, uh, please wear something nice. Sweatpants are out. Got it. <laughs> Who was that? Tiffany, I swear we've discussed this before. Uh, there was a whole thing. We have. However, none of us have met Tiffany. I swear she's real and not a figment of my hallucination. Other people besides me have met her and confirmed this. Why do you believe that I would think that you are coming up with a figment? Especially when we discussed to some length the issue of her potential duplicitous nature. These are the jokes, my man. I don't know what to tell you. Oh. Let's just I am back. not saying Please. a joke when I say that it may be wise for us to meet her at some point. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I got that. I'll see if I can set that up. There's like a charity thing um, coming up in a couple days that we're both going to together as a date. Uh, if it would not be intrusive, I could very likely arrange for myself to be present there. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, glad we've like reached the same conclusion. Okay, um, given that Craig is hogging all the glory tonight, I guess let's just go back to the base. I want to see what souvenirs he got us. Very well. We may also wish to coordinate uh, with the other teammates if you would like to have more than one present at the gala. I don't think this is going to be like a thing. I think it's going to be like a charity gala. Uh, unless you guys just want to meet them. But I feel like if you all show up and meet at like one at a time at the gala, she might be like a little bit suspicious of that. I think we should maybe limit it to one or two at most people of the teammates meeting her. Very well. Like Penny, I could see making it to the gala. She runs a company. We are all high-profile superheroes in the city. I feel like the only reason Robin would show up at one of these things is to steal from the rich people. So, technically plausible, but also I still want to limit it to just like maybe two at most, okay? This is, in a sense, your operation. So I will follow your lead. I mean, we'll get around to introducing her to the team and have everybody, like, pass judgment on my choice of dates. I'm <laughs> going to fucking subject her to the council. Good lord. <laughs> From my understanding of human social structures, this is a fairly common judgment to be making. No, I, yeah, I get that, but it's, I, it's less common when you're like, entire social group is power, is, is super powered, or otherwise. I don't know, it feels less like introducing to friends and, because there is like that aspect of this person could possibly be an evil sleeper agent, so there is like a whole, we might have to fucking kill this person aspect to it, which I hadn't thought about now and really don't want to think about more in the future. Moving along. How long do we get back to the base? Where's the base? Oh, there's the base. In the conversation. If it helps, such vetting would also be necessary, even if there was no risk of the person turning out to be secretly evil because of the security concerns. 
It sort of doesn't, but I appreciate the attempt. Noted. All right, so you guys are at the base. Hey, what's up, blue boys? Just got back from the most boring patrol and the worst conversation. And boy, are our arms tired. Keep working on it, Zero. They try. Oh, that's pretty funny. They try. Let them. Let them. Let them have um, that. Um, you know, I'm sure Zero appreciates feedback. I do. You know, mix. Nick's my dude, he's my boy. No, I feel like it was workable, like... That was a subverting expectations thing. Yeah. I feel like the dry uh, delivery helps that one. Yes, I believe what I was attempting is referred to as anti-humor. Mm -hmm. I would give it a solid 4 out of 10. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, 5.7 out of 10. Why not just do 57 out of 100, then? It's a solid basis for a joke, but it just it lacks nuance. I'm not sure how exactly I would flavor that one up, but it needs a good punch of spice, I feel. Felix. What's doing me, Dad? What the fuck are we talking about? Anyway. Exactly nothing. And it's yeah, I got souvenirs. You got souvenirs. Yeah. Give me. Um, Give me zero. Okay, you first then. Um, I got ah. you. You're busy. You're busy. Um, so the thing I know about you is you're in college. You're doing a lot of stuff. And superheroing, you need time. Time is not on your side. So that's why I got you this time turner bullshit. Once a week for an hour, you will get an extra hour of time between midnight and 1am in one room. So I forget you could like study or something. Does it fuck up the clocks in that room? I feel like it's going to fuck up the clocks in that room. Uh, well, yeah. I'm sure you can reset your clocks. It would depend on if it is linked to the network. Like if you've got an alarm clock in your room, like not plugged in or getting internet access, then yes, you may need to reset your clock. But your phone will be fine after the hour. Probably won't work during the hour. I don't know. I've not used it myself. Anyway, yours. I toss it over. And Zero. Yes. Um, you don't really want anything, um, so I just got, I found Nanobot Lubricant. It's, it's like oil, but you can use it on nanobots. Intriguing. Gary, did somebody convince you to buy a bottle of brake light fluid? No, 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 no. Like I said, this this shop has is very has very specific things. Yeah, like elbow grease, apparently. <laughs> no, no, this is it's special oil. Like it's look, I don't. I'm not a mechanic. I don't understand the ins and outs of it. But the bottle very clearly says nanobot lubricant slash oil, and I believe it. I doubt the chemical formula within will drastically affect my nanobots as is as they are a very specialized device and design however it may prove useful if we uh, analyze the materials used it's not normal oil it's not made from dead dinosaurs and shit that is why I wish to analyze it well it's yours do what you want with it drink it analyze it 
I do not drink. I've seen you crunch down that beer before. Hideous. Hideous sight. Can I just go ahead and use this thing like now to rewind this like an hour back and undo all of this? I mean, all this conversation. It's not a rewind. It's an extend. Ah. Everything will have happened. You'll you would just isolate yourself in this room for an hour. Possibly us. I'm not quite sure how it works. But anything in this room would get an extra hour in the day. Theoretically, you could sleep through that hour and then get it and then make use of the extra hour in the morning. I'm kind of jealous, actually. I wish I had an extra hour to sleep. Well, they, well we need to hang out more then, because I didn't know that. Uh, Zero, um, speaking of things to, to, to do, um, while we were in space, I we went to as as mentioned we went to the center of the the, the universe to, to absorb dimensional energy, which is why we've got this purple aura extending around us. Yeah, make it purple now. I'm not my skin's still blue, but it's like a Dragon Ball Z-ish purplish aura. Oh, okay. I was misunderstanding. Oh, got it. Had ultramarine. <laughs> it's making me think of like neon for a car. Yeah, I've gone even further beyond. Um, Some fucking ground effects. Um, so, so, surrounding the center of the universe, which is quite unusual, uh, there was um, a, a Dyson sphere older than the civilization living on it. And on that sphere was a hospital that I found made of weird material uh, and, made, and containing robots made of a similar material. Oh, oh um, uh, the the young me for uh, what's his name? Um, Brecto, yes. Um, but that's that's a relevant point. How's he doing? Um, he seems uh, belligerent and excessively violent. Yep, that's yeah. Brecto. Good old Brecto. No changes then. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, there, does there he have a good a... head on his shoulders or what? Huh? He complains uh. a lot of headaches. Oh. Um, and I believe he ha- he had amnesia. Um, yes. Um, so Brecto was contained in the hospital, and I had to fight him. Um, didn't beat him though. It's quite frustrating. All I could do was get him out of the hospital, um, which is quite galling, really. I need to. I need to get stronger. He's a tricky customer. You really got to keep ahead of him. I yes, I'm aware of the. I'm aware of what's happened with him, and I'm very... Felix, you get one more. Okay. Uh, Anyway, old man, um, back to you. Yes, um, the thing about the hospital and the robots is they're broken. And I think I want to investigate a bit more about the sphere. So, uh, Zero, at some point, would you accompany me to fix the robots? I would be willing to do so, yes. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Perfect. Um... Meanwhile, what's what's happened here? Um, we, we were looking for um, photocopier, as I recall. Yep. 
Got it once. <laughs> Fucking exactly yeah. correct. Uh, so, oh, and how? Yeah, fucking reenact that scene from Office Space. Uh, uh, as, as, as I recall, you were also doing something in Hell. How did that? How, how did that go? Uh, oh, terrifying. we fucking rolled the Queen of Hell. Oh yeah, we did that too. But uh, up until that, you know, mortal terror, uh, existential dread, uh, staring into the abyss, and the abyss stares back. All that stuff. I almost adopted a kid. Then it turned out that the kid was the queen of hell. Yeah. She had an insufficient grasp of the methods of manipulating humans. Yeah, you'd think those guys would be way more into capitalism. Well, there's a lot of species in the universe, so I'd assume they're not as dedicated to one particular species as certain texts would have you think. It is more that they knew how to apply the stick. But the carrot was a foreign concept. Ah, please, um, just to check, guys, um, you didn't teach them about the carrot, did you? I advised them to understand more about positive reinforcement. Zero, can I make you, can you promise me one thing? I don't know if you still do that, like, programming things into yourself. Um, but can you promise me, moving forwards, please do not assist enemies of mortals to better be able to undermine their immortal souls? Blue Boy has a point. I find the understanding of the immortal soul to be ambiguous at best. Well, there is a hell, so I'm assuming that there may be a bit... Anyway, don't let evil things like literal hell undermine mortals. Can you promise me? Counterpoint. Perhaps hell is only perceived as evil because they have a limited understanding of mortals. No, I remember the big cave full of faceless demons that wanted to steal my light. I remember that part and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with hell is evil. Yeah. Like this is not a situation like with the armorer where they are merely misunderstood. I will take it under advisement. Uh, I need you to promise However, me. I require more. I require more information before I can make a pledge of that nature. <sighs> you do you. Oh, it smelled bad there. Just at least until. And if we're gonna introduce them to Mortal Combat, Mortal, <laughs> introduce them to Mortal Combat, introduce them to Mortal. If we're gonna introduce them to Mortal concepts, like let's start with air freshener. Sulfur. I would think we would introduce them to plumbing. That shit. Also a good suggestion. Hmm. Sounds like you had fun while I was in space. Uh. If you look at it a certain way. Hmm. Al pipes up from the uh, from the base's speakers and says, "Is no one going to tell him that we found the arm?" I was going to, Al. We were having a conversation. I didn't put him in there. Hey, Gary, we found your arm. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Who's that? Hi, I'm Al. Al's my buddy. Don't worry about him. He gets in places. How have you not met Al until like now? How has that not happened? Don't you live in this place? I've gotten very quiet. 
because I think I've been back for about a week and a half. But you live here and Al uh, lives like in here. I know he doesn't. How, how did you get in this computer? I left you at work. I'm confused about things. Don't I've noticed. worry about it. Benny, don't don't worry about it. I oh look at the time. I've got to go do things. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to you about that. <laughs> How long? Is... Al wasn't supposed to be in here. I thought he just lived here now. I mean, there's a lot of owls. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, he 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 found my arm. Yes. Okay. Hello. Welcome back to the topic. We know what city it's in. Uh, okay. We are hesitating to say the name of the city because we do not wish you, like last time, to haul off on your own to try and get it. We seek to create a plan and infiltrate the location in question. See, we're going to use what we like to call subtlety. Uh, I... I... No, no, no. I, I, I do. Un- I do understand. At the time, I was still discovering my character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, but also, I was quite. I was seeking information, and it, it did not work out. The DHEA are seem very interested in controlling. My Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the purposes of your wherever it is, I think it is better that the young me deals with it. The old, I suspect, I'm probably being watched, or at least they would be more aware if that I'm after it. Fairly noticeable. I am blue. It's, it's, you're both blue. And glowing. I think what he's trying to say is that having literally introduced himself to the DHEA leader and... Some word for it. The Introductions. Boss, um, he suspects that they may be looking for him, whereas I have not really been that active in the city thus far other than registering myself as the still-alive version of us two. Check the not-dead box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... So... That works. We were kind of thinking that we would only bring one of you in anyways. Just so as to not create too much... weirdness. So just having the one of you is fine. It doesn't break anything. Plus, somebody has to hold down the fort. Or, Gary the Elder could leave and go to a secondary location. Because if you are being watched, particularly by the DHEA, then it is likely that Xerox is aware of your movements. If you were to suddenly go to a different city, then they might presume that you have identified where your arm is and suspect that it is in the DHEA location within that city. Hey. 
Not a bad idea. Um, I I have a, a better idea. I doubt that, but go on. Well, it's t- to a certain extent, I can still see things from from the. You remember a bit between after I sort of stopped Grumbungus and before I you died. You can still sort of see things from like around where your arm is, yeah. No, 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 no. Is this? I can still, I can still have visions in general. So it's kind of trickier than it used to be, but I'm pretty sure I can still say stay fifteen thousand feet, what fifteen hundred feet away, away from Xerox, and also my room here is the most secure place I can I can hide myself I designed it for something much more threatening than Xerox yes, okay but, but what's your idea though no <laughs> yeah what what do you actually what, what's what's the point of that you sitting in your room in a fetal position is not actually more useful than you serving as a very distracting beacon on the other side of the country. But is it? does it not make more sense for me to be a distracting people here in this city? No. Like The fact that you have suddenly changed locations would indicate to Xerox that you have located your arm and are attempting to recover it. But That yeah. assumption does not work if you simply stay put. But, um... My question would be, does Xerox actually know about the arm? Do we have We're any... presuming no at the moment, because they haven't... Uh, well, for, no, to our we knowledge, are... they haven't... So, We're presuming yes, they know about it. We're presuming oh. they don't know where it is. I thought that was the question. Yeah, we're presuming they don't know the location. They know about the arm, that's what they're after. Xerox is secretly a member of the DHEA in a relatively high-ranking position. There, there are two... There are two organizations we must fool. Um, the first is the DHEA, and the second... Well, I say organization. We're fooling the DHEA, but we're also fooling Xerox. Yeah. Uh, if I leave this city, the DHEA may think I'm up to something, and whereas if I... If I stay put, I increase my, my risk of encountering Xerox, but I also do not alert the DHEA as much. And I think on, on balance, the DHEA are the greater threats to this operation. Mm, I'd say it's Xerox. The point would actually be to alert the DHEA to your movements so that they are distracted from your other movements. Just pointing from one Gary to the other. You go over there, and you'd be a big shining spotlight to both the DHEA and Xerox that says, I'm making a big mess of trouble over here, so the DHEA has to deal with that, and Xerox thinks, hey, maybe the arm's over there. I better go check it out. And then they're not poking around in what we're doing where the arm actually is. 
Mm. Ultimately, it's your choice. Yeah, it's your life, buddy. I, I think it would be safer to defend this city and be and fool the DHEA first. Me making unusual movements, I feel. I, th I think if I were to change city, they they may increase security regardless of where I go. The safest option for the whole for the operation as a whole is for me to stay here. That and plus with the young me well, gone, I have a duty of care to this city. The DHEA increasing security is kind of a double-edged sword because it does make it harder for us, but it also makes it harder for Xerox. Xerox. Presumably. I, I, I don't know what Xerox, Xerox might have access. Yeah. And, Fair and enough. More, and more importantly, I feel Xerox's power set at this point is on par with myself and um, Switch in that they are more than capable of going into direct contact with whatever level of security there is. Fair enough point. So I think keeping DHEA security low is a great priority. Okay, so let's put distraction on back burner. Like, maybe if we really need to get Xerox, if Xerox starts nosing around the city and we really want to try to distract them, uh, we'll put it as a like uh, fucking let's go ahead and try it maybe it'll work in regards to Xerox's power I do also have another update that all of you should hear you are aware that I have been keeping in touch with the armorer's sister mm -hmm. it has relatively recently been revealed that her progressive spinal disease is in fact Cosmically based. That's a really shitty superpower. Indeed. However, in this case, it may prove useful. If Xerox were to see her, and she was within the radius of their power, then they too would have their spine disjoin with reality. That'd be a pretty good surprise. This feels scary to me. I'm not. It feels unethical. It's a good plan, but it also just kind of feels gross to me. Uh, Zero, I appreciate the idea, but I don't think that's the way. If if their powers are cosmically based, I think, well, yeah, that's perhaps what super powers are. Then we probably need to be giving them access to hell metal so they can not have that power or have that power suppressed. We have been replacing her spine progressively with a nanite based prosthetic. Her disease, regardless of its source, is under control, and she is living a healthy, normal life for a teenager. But regardless, we need to give her access to some hell metal so she can suppress 
whatever's going on as best as possible, as well as the nanite therapy for to repair whatever physical damage has been caused. I, she's an innocent. We need to keep her out of this fight. It is not my intention to place her at risk. I appreciate that. But I don't think it's the way. I If Xerox becomes aware of our operation or aware of the arm, the old man, I'm sure, can make himself a bit of a beacon to distract her. There is no... Of course, there's no guarantee she's actually after either of us or my arm. Our powers are quite complex and quite... and recorded in DHE rep a records as volatile as I'm sure I'm sure they're recorded as volatile and dangerous she may go for something simpler instead based on the targets that Xerox has been choosing it does seem like they want something in particular that the DHEA is holding and we have also seen Xerox take body parts from fallen supers in order to place them in vials on their person and maintain their superpowers. I've also confirmed that their power in includes a total understanding of how to use a cosmic power and therefore control whether or not it is a concern is very likely not something that Xerox believes they need to concern themselves about. Hmm. Don't know. Took me fifteen years not to took me fifteen years to be able to blast someone without destroying the building around them or cause them harm. Uh, this is not a good power to have. If, whether you want to, I suppose, given their motives, maybe they don't care about control. I believe that they think that they will have control. Okay. Whether or not they are right is yet to be seen. All right. Here's what I'm going to do, because both Megalads um, think different options are necessary. So once again, it's rolling the old D2. And they both rolled a two, so... Colin, what does the old man do? Oh, you're trying to decide between, like, if the old man goes someplace else or if uh, he stays in the city? Yeah. It's another uh, case where both my characters are odds. Hmm. I'm trying to... Give me a minute. I'm trying to think how old Gary would think. And you've already stated that you kind of want to stay in the city. Mm-hmm. So, with just fucking do that, yeah. act in character. Yeah, like yeah. act in character. Just, just stay in the city. Like I'm, okay. I'm going to tell you, to stay in the city. Okay. My, my mind is made up. I will stay here and perhaps make it appear as though I am still less rational and looking for black sites here. After all, that there is a prominent DHEA office in this city. I will act erratic. As long as you don't make shit in the city worse. 
when have I ever done that? Mm. Uh, just going to skip the answer to that question and move into a new question. <laughs> Please, other, other me's have made the city worse. I'm actually helpful. Could you stick around, probably in your room for a bit? Once we're all done conferring, I need to have a one-on-one with you. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you. Um... Ognaglad goes off to the room because he doesn't want to know where the arm is. Well, he does, but he knows that he wants a temptation. Yeah, knowing will make him want to go and that's not a thing that you guys have decided is a good idea um so couple of things um number one we already know one person that xerox has stolen a body body part from uh, and I know that person. I have... Well, no is maybe the wrong word. We've uh, butted heads. I'm going to try and get in contact with them. I want to interview them. I want to find out how their powers work so that if we have a less than optimal encounter with Xerox, I can help with being a good counter to them. And we're not all getting blindsided. Uh finding out the other people because I'm sure it's not just Disjoin I'm sure it's been a bunch of people who have gotten clipped Uh, we should try and find out who that is as best we can Um, now that we know which Gary is coming with us uh, Zero, we had worked out that you're having that conversation with this one so I'll leave that to you and uh I guess everybody else. Uh, Penny, I know it's been less than 24 hours, but how's the whole thing with, like, getting us the staging area in Deco City going? Oh, uh, I've been texting. I've just been doing texting back and forth about it. Uh, I think we should be good. Yeah, uh, it might be a little bit more cramped than we expected, but yeah, it should be good. Cool. I'll leave you to that. Felix, I don't know what you're doing right now. I don't know what you're going to go and do right now. Can I make a suggestion? Do you have like a date? Tomorrow? um, Xerox takes body parts. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, from from what I know, it's not large body parts, but still taking a body part would cause harm to the person. We should possibly, and this might be something that Felix could do, um, though this this hospital's dedicated to supers, they may be able to provide some information regarding supers that have had... Finger joints removed? Yeah. Or um, ears, or... Like missing... Missing body parts, even for our line of work, is still less common than you'd think. So, they would, and either way, a hospital would have records. It's, you know, it's just another line of inquiry. And amputated limbs 
may have been stolen from one such vocation. I didn't even think of that. Good point. Okay. People trust you. I'll, uh, once I'm done talking to the old man, I'll put out feelers, see if anybody of my alignment has complained about that kind of thing, in addition to talking to the first one. We good? Y'all got a plan? For the rest maybe, of the day? Maybe ask the old man to have a... F- to try and see what Xerox is doing right now. I think, Possibly. Well, his powers don't just give locations, they give insight. He may be able to uncover one of the powers simply by having a vision about it. Once I have caught up Gary, I would like to assist Felix with his efforts. Actually, yes, um, Zero, I'd like to have a quick chat to you myself, um, if that's okay. That is, in fact, the plan. Well, very good then, but yeah, cool. Alright. Break. And as I start walking towards the old man's door, like when I pass by Zero, I like touch him on the shoulder, lean in a bit. For what it's worth, I think your idea of bringing the kid in is a good one. I'll back you up if it comes down to it. I believe treating it as an emergency plan would be the best approach for all involved. Sure. And I'm just going to walk up to the old man's door and... Ah, ah, switch. Excellent. He, he, and Hi. you know, there's no, like, no sign that he's looked. He just knows it's you. <laughs> sure. There's a, there's a fucking eye hole that only you have access to. Uh, no, it's the door is literally made out of his energy. Ah. Um, Delicious. Come in, come in. Yeah. Hi. So, I have a I have a question, and it's kind of a big one, but okay. I'm operating under the assumption of well, not assumption. That this is a planning for the worst sort of question here. In the event that Xerox either gets a hold of the arm or gets into power copying range with you. We need to know how to fight that. And, you know, there's obviously the whole problem where physically attacking you isn't very effective. So... We need to be clever about it. And, you know, Felix can put up a wall. You haven't really worked with Penny at all, but she's really good with gravity and illusion. And Nikolai is basically, uh, as you remember them, but more so and better in all respects. But I've learned some new and interesting things about how my powers actually function. And I'm thinking that if I 
am going to be the most effective in that sort of situation. I need to know, how do your powers actually work? Because I've just heard you, like, mutter about the hum, and I waggle my fingers in a spooky way a whole bunch, and say dimensional energy a whole bunch of times. That doesn't mean anything to me. Can, can you break it down better for me? It's hard, it's hard to explain. Um, just do your best. The, the, the better I understand it, the more effective I would be in a fight. So the hum, as I've said, is the unique feel of this dimension. And going, for example, to go to Megala, well, when I was taken by the, the CACF, they took me to a, a different dimension and I was useless until I got a feel for that dimension. The hum is just something I hear all the time. Like people, you hear people talk about tinnitus and hearing a sound sometimes, a ringing in their ears. And this is similar to that. I just feel a harmonic energy and I can tap into it to do things. Um, okay. Now, when you use the word harmonic, is that metaphorical? Or are we actually talking like there's a kind of specific frequency of energy that you are aligned to? Uh, it's hard to say. Like I said, um, the I can attune. I yeah, I suppose thinking of it like a harmonic that I attune to is a thing. So I, I guess the best way to think of it is that I am a radio of some kind, and the hum is is this di is this dimension signal. It going to another place. I can eventually sense the hum from somewhere else and also I uh, have come to realise that in a way I generate a little bit of it myself so that's that's how I managed to to come back here is I was able to use myself to find this place okay so our dimension has a, a, a specific unique frequency to it that you match and you can force yourself to vibrate on another frequency to match with another dimension if you have to but this is your frequency vibrate is probably the wrong it's sensing not um, but also this universe at the core releases that energy as well okay um, so it's both knowing how to sense and knowing how to absorb and then with regards to the direct usage of my power all, all I've ever had to do is think about what I want to do and then I do it I think I want to make a blast and I blast. I think I want to be able to psychically communicate with this thing 
and I do it, I think I want to have this vision and I do it. This power is scary because, and hard to control because in a way I think I can, I think I'm limited by, only by my imagination. Okay. I I think, yeah, I, I think the biggest barrier to Xerox is this has taken, and although although young Megalad was 17, it took, what, f- as a child, we had accidents, and it was only after hitting 14 when the capitalists recruited us and helped to train us that we began to control properly what we could do the blasts, the super strength, it's all stuff that we've become trained in doing. And even with Xerox's instinctive controls, I think they would have a hard time with it. I I think the most likely outcome of them coming into contact with my arm or myself is they would go essentially supernova. Right. Well, I'm I'm getting a feel for how I would counter that. I think the best means would be to isolate them from the hum somehow. Possibly I think in in a circumstance where she comes into contact with one of us you would need one of us around to essentially shunt her into another universe where she where she would survive but not have access to that energy as easily although that's not solving the problem it's merely putting it somewhere else obviously right. as the other the other thing is hell metal I don't know if my powers are cosmically based like yours or something else, but hell metal seems to affect me as much as anything else. You saw um, when the only touched Silver Skeleton's armor um, that my skin went, well, Caucasian shaded. Yeah. Um, don't worry, I've taken that into account. Uh, I think the actual thing, rather than just trying to shunt Xerox to another dimension, is near as we can tell, the power gain is instantaneous, but also the power loss is instantaneous. And I transmit things instantaneously. So, so long as I am there, I can just fire Xerox 3,000 feet straight up, and that puts them out of range of you. Seems like the ideal thing for coming into contact with me. Obviously, the dangerous situation is if they come into contact with my arm and hold that. Yeah, if, if they've got a hold of, and it probably they they won't take the entire arm. They'll just snip off one of the fingers and dish the rest of the arm because the whole arm is a lot to carry around. I'm, yes, I'm not going to hunt the arm, but if you can return it to me, I can, I can return it to my body. That, 
that's that's our plan right now is to get it back to you. Um, plus, we're not entirely sure if we could destroy it because if the whole like quantum harm deflection thing is still going, we don't know if we could actually annihilate it. Mm. Handing it back to you is probably the safest move. Yes, I think your teleportation strategy, at least for contact with either of me is the safest because that went a simple switch wouldn't register as harm the blur that keeps me alive is instinctive simple I believe that even if I were to lose all other functions that that would still sustain me, protect me. I don't think... I do not know how old I am. I don't think I can die. That is your biggest obstacle, not the power, but the harm resistance. And the more universes that are created, if they were to get the blur, the more universes you create with Xerox having the blur, the more they propagate. Literally, it would be, well, it would be a perfect, it'd be a copy, copies of copies of copies. It'd be nice to not have their, you know, because it's not like we would experience it, but at least for the sake of our moral and mental load, it would be nice to know that there aren't a theoretically infinite amount of universal offshoots where Xerox is also still a threat. And the other problem is, one, if Xerox gets my power, the Seven may notice because of the flare-up, but also yeah. the propagation there are some of the seven, or at least one of the seven, that would notice the branching. Yeah. So. Colin, I will spend a fate point to make that the case. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. So. We still in intend not to let them get a hold of it. We still intend to get it back to you just trying to make sure that if it comes down to it I will not be useless in a fight if <sighs> and I think I've got a pretty good switch I think yes I've said this in my head many times but I think the reason we you and I were placed on the same team was always to counter one another if you became, if you went out of control or I went out of control, I think you and I were supposed to cancel each other out. You're probably the most suited to taking on something with my power because of your power. It won't be easy, but if it happens, you're probably the best hope that we have. Well, don't I feel special? I'll get it figured out. I'm pr I've got a, I think I've got a pretty good handle on how you work now, which means I'll have a pretty good handle on 
how to fight this if it comes down to it. I think we'll be fine. Just watch yourself. Yeah. Always. Hmm. Uh, thanks. One other thing, your younger self wanted me to ask you to see if you can have a vision as to what Xerox is up to right now, just so we can be sure we actually do still have a head start. Okay, um... Okay, uh, in that case, I will use the stunt visions. Now, here's the thing. When you use visions, you're only going to be able to get one free power. And right now, that free power is the easiest one you can get. Are you sure yeah. you want to use visions right now? Um, I'll leave that up to the team. So visions for the audience's sake, because I've not used it in a while. Spend a fate point, roll will, and describe what I want to see. The GM sets a difficulty based on the description and its success gets me roughly what I want to see. A successful style gets me exactly what I want to see. And a fairly gets me the information with something crucial missing. So I will leave it to the team. My will is plus three. We're not looking up the powers right now. We're trying to see what Xerox is up to currently. Like what city they're in. Mm. Okay. And whether it's Deco City. Okay. Okay, right. I'll I'll okay. I guess I can use visions once for that, and then once for a specific power as well. So I will use okay. visions for that. Are you going to make me roll will or? Yeah, I, you're I gonna, need to based on the power. Yeah, that's a six. Well, you didn't give me a chance to set the difficulty, so. Uh, but it was in my mind five. Okay, that's a. So well, that, that's a normal. That's, a, that's a, no, that's a success. Okay, so I, that means I get roughly what I want to see. Yep. So. What you're going to get is you see because you don't know who uh, who Xerox is, you don't get to see them because they are not currently wearing their costume. Their costume is currently like in a suitcase. Dry cleaners. <laughs> no, not at dry cleaners. But Hello, at, I'm <laughs> Xerox. Please clean my suit. <laughs> uh, but you see this you see the suit all purple and green sitting in some sort of uh, suitcase in a closet and then the but because it was a success I am going to give you this it the vision zooms out and you see uh, the suitcase or you see the hotel that this suitcase is in and it's in a pretty grungy like not like maybe one or two star hotel like definitely getting this on a budget sort of deal in a city that's fairly like dark and dismal and then when you zoom out you actually do see the skyline of Deco City well shit oh well I guess I probably need to make a bit of noise now. Yeah, it turns out we actually have zero lead, so, um, good talking to you. I'm gonna go report that to the rest of the group. I'm gonna go zap some criminals. 
<laughs> oh, I just, hey. I just uh, like how you put that. By the way, on that topic, uh, you've been away for a while. You don't know what's up. Uh, shit like, you know, bank robberies, uh, you know, that kind of tier stuff. Don't touch that. I think I'm going to make an exception. Mm, I would rather you not fuck up all the good work I've been doing in this city, so don't. Time to find a bank robbery. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually. Well, remember, part of the reason we're told to lay off that sort of thing is because the DHGA wants jurisdiction over that, and that is exactly what we want them to be paying attention to. Yeah. Plus, I'm not. I, I've never said that either Megalab would buy into this new new world order. Okay, but I, I will be forceful about this in character if I need to be. Good luck with that. This is whoosh. I bring you back into the room. My brain is faster than bullets. I, I can swap bullets in flight. Whoosh! I'm f- I have to kill fast and bullets too slow. <laughs> Gary, I am exceptionally serious about this. This... We'll discuss it later. Right now, it's important that both the DHEA and... No. And Xerox know I'm back. You're... I'm sure... You can explain it as me not being accustomed to the five years being gone. Or you could just not do a whole ton of violence on people who are uh, financially destitute. I think when you rob a bank, you're going a bit beyond financially destitute. I'll ignore store robberies. And possibly the muggings. Look for people who are blowing up buildings and shit, alright? Okay, time to find a bank being blown up. Oddly enough, that was how the first session of this uh, of this new campaign half started. So, not yeah. out there. Yeah, there's always banks being robbed, and sometimes explosions happen. Let's move the scene. Let's move the scene. Who wants to do some investigatory work first? So the way this is working is I've got a calculator pulled up, okay? So I know precisely the number that uh, you guys are will be at at all times. I'm going to have the number be cumulative between successes. So for instance, say you one person was two was two numbers away from be getting the next power and someone rolls a four that two will go towards that person's previous success so you'll still get the next um power and Actually, that and then extra numbers will continue to contribute to that yeah um sorry i was just thinking that um actually after the old man flies off for real this time switch is probably going to want to report the location and also i said i'd I would need to talk to Zero about something before he went off. Yep. And by the way, that's not exponential. That's geometric. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, well, you, you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, at least you knew what I meant when I explained it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zero, you've... I need to show you something. 
Miss... Oh, should I leave the room? What? Oh, you were here. <laughs> Sarah, yeah. let's leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why you brought the robot. You brought the nanobot loop for this. Okay. You have fun, man. You and Penny stay there. Well, I'll be back. Look, if you guys are going to make sexual innuendos, can you do it when I'm not on the phone? Oh. Oh, no, that's the, actually the only that time is what that is. <laughs> I am so glad I am in a fucking pocket dimension right now. So we leave the room. <laughs> uh, zero. Um... I wanted to show you this, and I show him the envelope I got from space. Um, on the outside of the envelope, it says, "What does I say?" It says something along the lines of, "Loveless, but not quite yet." That's what it says on the inside. Oh, the inside. Okay. The outside says basically something along the lines of, "This is who. This is who. Li- you, uh, yeah, this is who it, knows where the, uh, the where the matron is. Is it the matron?" Mentor. The mentor. Um, this is who knows where the mentor is, and on the inside of the envelope it says, Loveless, but not yet. Where did you procure this envelope? You'd be amazed at what you can buy in the shop where you buy things in exchange for a favour. Um, by the way, remember the teacup aliens? I owe them a favour. They run the shop. I'll take you there sometime. Or the old man will, because he's taking you to space anyway. I'll get him to take you there sometime. If you do come back into contact with them, uh, you may be able to finance your favor with the fact that I resurrected their team and brought them back to their home planet. Unfortunately, this is a different alien. Um... It turns out the teacup aliens are a species as opposed to just free guys. Who knew? I'm aware of that. However, there is such a thing as shared fraternity? Camaraderie. Uh... You may be able to use the fact that we help them generally as a way to improve your own negotiating position. Maybe. Um, I think I possibly used a lot of that up when I said I wouldn't accept a favour that made me kill people, so who knows? Regardless, um, you and the old man might be a little bit at odds about what you want to do with the Seven, but it's probably for the best that you both have that information. I see. I think you want to stop them, he wants to stop them coming in to begin with. I wish to dismantle them. Yeah. I think he thinks it's probably best that we don't need to, to begin with. And after all, I'm not sure he'd be happy with leaving what lies above vacant. Leaving them be would, in essence, be attempting to hide from them perpetually. I would prefer to improve the multiverse by removing their power entirely. Look, I think this is probably a conversation you need to have with him. Um, me, my 
duty is to the planet and this city, not the universe. Anyway, that's what I needed to tell you. So I think we should go back to the others before they find the need to make more sex jokes about the lube. I suspect that they are amusing themselves by doing so as we are speaking. However, I also needed to speak with you to bring you up to date on the plan that we have so far regarding our infiltration of Deco City. Okay, um, that's fair. Um, but we can do that with the, with the others involved, I think. As you wish. Well, it's a team plan, and we're the team. Walk, 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 walk back into the room. Okay. And you're just of this team not destroying itself. I'm not going to make any more innuendo jokes today. You saying that in character? Yes. All right. So, who wants to do some investigation work? I mean, I figure I'd be walking into the room at this point. Ah, yes. There you go. So at this point, I just walk into the room and like... Everybody, uh, turns out we have no head start. Xerox is already in Deco City. Well, fuck. Great. (sighs) Noted. Shit down. Fuck. Awful. Hell. For fuck's sake. Can't something be easy for once? Mm, No. If it were easy other people would be the ones doing it. We became superheroes to tackle the hard issues. I already promised. I gotta wait for tomorrow. I became a superhero because I literally had no other choice. Sure. Felix, we can't, like, literally storm the city right now because we still don't know where we're going. Because... Oh, no, I was... And he still has to make a bunch of phone calls. Reference to a different... I was not talking about a different thing. Never mind. But, okay. We've got a night. Probably. Okay, so, um, Penny, keep going. Uh, you just gotta, like, expedite things now. Uh, if you wanna get all hands on deck with this one, uh, probably be good. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to rope some other people at work into this if we're going to expedite this process. Penny, I should also note, um, you have not been able to get in touch with Justin Black directly. He's apparently on a honeymoon with his new wife. My wife? (sighs) That's fine. He probably doesn't need to make the direct decisions anyway. Okay. I was just letting letting you know. Yep. Hmm? Who did he marry? Um, me. Her, no. Uh, it's a woman named Pamela Black. She also works at um, at Adams Enterprises. Uh, she's the lead engineer. She's been the lead engineer since before they started dating. So this wasn't a uh, this wasn't a tit for tat thing. How is a lead engineer also a thrill seeker who won't take a death job? <laughs> Titty for tat. <laughs> I'm not sure this character concept makes sense. Listen, listen. You don't know what she does on her free time. Aside okay. from married, rich philanthropists. That's fine. I don't know who Justin Black is either, so... 
Okay, so Colin, the the color scheme you've given this woman screams poison I, ivy to yeah, me. But yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but Colin loves poison ivy. He's literally in love with her. <laughs> Man, damn, I told you that in confidence. Poison ivy. poison ivy's bisexual. Oh shit. She's she's dating this universe's Harley Quinn. <laughs> anyway, um, I already promised no more innuendo jokes. I can't be <laughs> in them. Anyway, it's not innuendo if it's not subtle. I'm going to. Penny then is just going to like immediately, like leave the room and feel like I'm going to work. I need more people making more phone calls to get this working faster. Do you want a ride? Oh no. Um. Yes, actually. Can you put me like right outside? Just put me in my office. Pip out of the room, pip back into the room. I have my mask in my hand now, throw that on. All right, five, four, three, two, one, and go. And Penny's gone. And then I'm in my room, my office. Uh, So I guess they're doing their research thing? Yep. Okay, cool. So I just like immediately slam on the intercom button and ask my secretary. Uh, is Rue here right now? Rue being my business partner. Uh, yeah, they should be. Uh, why? What's up? I need to speak to her. Where is she at? Uh, let her know that you need to talk to her. Is it urgent? It is double urgent. Double urgent. Okay, we will let them know. Uh, and not even two minutes later, Rue walks in and goes, I heard it was double urgent. Yeah, it's double urgent. So, um, not going to go into specifics. So, my other job, the superhero thing, um, it's kind of, uh, intersecting this. Remember that job that we were in talks with, uh, Adams Enterprises with about, uh, improving the infrastructure in Deco City? Yes. Was that a cover? No. Okay. I want to do both things. So it's technically a cover. Not necessarily. I want both things to happen. Right, but you're... Okay, okay. Okay, we're getting distracted here. Yes, we are. It is double... You did say it's double important, so hit me with the double important stuff. Yeah, so, um, we need to expedite that. This is like, uh... Lots of people get hurt or die kind of situation. Also, like, if we get it done faster, I don't know, maybe we'll give some, can throw some bonuses on the employee checks or something like that. Okay. For the double work. Okay, yep. Alright, I'll have to tell everybody, uh... I'll have to see who's willing to work overtime, um... And if not enough people bite, I guess we'll make it three times pay? Three times work for you? Yeah, it's fine. We'll we'll cut my personal check. Look, I'm I, I don't get a lot anyway. It's fine. Whatever. Um. Okay. Specifically, um, you know that contact you had in Adams Enterprises? Yeah. The one in the records department. Yeah. So I need. So when we when we first tried to 
do this project in Deco City. Remember how we got all those rejections and we didn't get any sources on the rejections? Right. I'm hoping that you can get your contact to maybe convince somebody up the chain to uh, run the run the permit requests for us again, and then maybe we can. I need to figure out where those rejections are coming from because I think. I know, I know, I, I know. You don't like hearing about the super stuff, but uh, I need to know which ones are being rejected federally and which ones are being rejected by local ordinance. Okay, all right. So I'll I'll get on that. Anything else you need me to do on top of all this stuff? I mean, I'm gonna take up the work too. Look, no, that's that's fine. Like I'm I'm asking you have the superhero stuff you need to do. Let me do the the stuff that like I can do. What else do you need me to do? Um, that's it. I'm, we're, we're, the warehouse we have in town, I need like a section of it as a staging ground. Um, okay. So just like, you know, just keep some space in there. It's fine. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to knock both of these out of the park. We're going to get some good work done and nobody dies. I sincerely hope so. Okay, I'll go see if I can get any bites on overtime, and if not, again, I'll opt for three times pay. Yeah, and as soon as you, as soon as you can get that ball rolling, let me know, because I want to talk to, I want to oversee this personally, like whoever, if anyone bites at Adams Enterprises over the permit running. I want to know who it is. And I want them to, and if they call, I want them to contact me specifically. Got it. Um, I'm going to be in my office. I'm going to be here in my office doing the work. Um, I'll split my attention. I can do both things at once. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she heads on off, and then uh, I never gave her stats. So, but how well do you think she would be at like finding out this stuff that you want her to find? And in other words, what should I set her investigation skill at? Keeping in mind that uh, she's probably going to cap out at plus four or plus five. I mean, she's the person who has the biz- who is business headed of the two of us okay so like if she she's good at reading people like inter she's like good at the interpersonal stuff I guess and she's okay. good at the business stuff if she's not good at investigation it's whatever I'm good at investigation okay well I was mostly seeing if like she could well actually if she's good at like the personal stuff then trying to get the uh, the the permits and their rejections would probably be more of a uh, rapport role than anything. Like, and I, mean, if she, I don't want to just offload all of this on my business partner. That would be weird. Yeah, yeah. And if um and if she's honestly that good uh, as a um as a superior NPC, she would also have access to getting a uh, a stunt 
So I would think that she would have, I would give, so what I would do if I were building her by myself, I would give her a plus four and then that stunt would give her an additional plus two to specific things. And I think this would be in that, in that wheelhouse. Does that sound correct? I mean, it sounds reasonable. Okay, so I'm going to roll this roll for her at a plus six. Okay. She got to seven, which, uh, not the greatest, but also... What do you mean, not the greatest? It's only plus one. It's only one over than uh, her modifier. It's, it's still a seven. It's still a, a seven, seven is a really good number. A seven is a pretty good number. Relatively, she could have away from nine. <laughs> Yeah, she comes back and she ha- has like a couple hours later and she has like a stack of uh, of papers and um, she just sort of like sets them down on your desk and like, here's all the uh, stuff you asked me to look into. Uh, I can help you go through it and see which ones were rejected on a federal level, but this is basically all of them. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll split the stack in half. How's that sound? That sounds... I mean, Fantastic. unless you got something else you need to be doing, like this. Um, I don't want to interrupt business for superhero work, even if it's important work. Um, I mean, I, I'll take a quarter of the stack. That sounds totally reasonable. Okay. Uh, she takes roughly a quarter of it and, like, walks to her own office to start looking through it. I'm going to look through my stack. Okay. Um, at this point, I need you to roll me investigate hey yep difficulty let's see since he took a quarter of the stack uh i will make it lower um difficulty five i somehow rolled a negative two you somehow rolled a negative two would you like to spend a fate point to completely re-roll that hot yes, garbage yes, I, roll uh, yeah i mean i would that's I, um, all minuses by the way yeah, yeah. I rolled all minuses and I rolled a negative two because of it. I'm going to re-roll that. Oops, I'm going to all minuses. Uh, I'm, I'm after all, you know, I'm good at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm good at stuff. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and spend the fate point and re-roll. Sure, whatever. Four dimensional justice. Yeah, one I yeah, missed. yeah. That's that's. I knew which one you were getting at. <laughs> I rolled one. a one instead. Christ. I rolled a one instead. Um, I only have a plus two. Yeah. The thing is, it's um. What was the target again? It was five. I didn't realize how low your investigate was. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I only have a plus two to investigate. All right. So, the the thing of it is, even if it was the DHEA blocking it to build a black site, they would not be like, hey, we're the DHEA, we're blocking this. Why? Mysterious spooky reasons, that's why. So they would have it like, they would probably create some sort of business that would seem legit and have them block it and then using that fake corporation, have them like buy that out and then just build the black site on top of that. Huh. Yeah. The thing is, uh, the thing is, out of character, I don't think I have anything else I could use. I'll, I'll use all my fate points. I don't have anything else I could really use to, uh, 
I mean, there's business of business, but that would still be a failure. Yeah, even if I spent two fate points to get to a five. That's uh, a success at a cost. Oh, that's true. Minor cost. Minor Sorry. cost. Don't you get to spend things to do a re-roll as well? Yeah, yeah that's what that, that first one was. Oh. <laughs> so again. Like, if I re-roll it, then I just maybe inch closer to... I either roll a six, which would be great, or I just inch a little bit closer. Meanwhile, if I just spend a fate point, which I'm going to do, use the business of business. Okay. So that gets you to a three. Yeah. From a minus one, the odds of getting two above that are much worse than, you know, just spending a fate point to get more uh, plus two. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just going to take the success at a cost. Okay. So uh, you need to spend one more fate point and you need to have another, uh, which... Um, Ooh, the heist which, money. Oh, yeah, the heist money. You can grease some palms. Get, like... Sure, I'll, I'll use my heist money. Yeah, there you go. All right. So that gets you up to a five, which is a success at a cost. Um... Minor cost. Minor cost, right? I'm trying to think <laughs> of what a good minor cost would be. I mean, it could just be it takes a lot of time. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it this... could be that you're not allowed to use the heist money for a while. I feel like it taking a lot of time would be kind of a huge cost because we are on a time crunch right now. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, not being able to use the heist money for a while seems like a good idea. So we'll we'll go with that. I so, don't have access to my money because my bank account was frozen because of strange transfers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you realize that, like, maybe the DHEA is sort of like has created a false corporation or a false company that to uh, create black sites on the down low, which is sort of the entire point of a black site. Um, you start thinking with like your business sense and that st- you still don't see any connections. So you instead just like find someone and they're like, yeah, I'll do it. But you have to give me like $20,000 and you're like, okay. Uh, and they basically help like give you the hint that you need in order to move towards it. There is a specific corporation um, that I did not think of the name for, and I don't want to jack my own like mythos off and call it the Reynolds uh, Foundation, so it's not called that. Um, but you find a specific corporation that it has um, that managed to buy out several of these buildings, and uh, when your contact says, hey, look into this, uh, they only came into existence fairly recently. They have seemed to not put out any product, and uh, and they basically already seem on the verge of bankruptcy, as if uh, they are just a shoddy, like, smokescreen in order to procure these buildings for someone else. And unless there's, like, some supervillain buying up m- mysterious buildings in Deco City, which, like, to be fair, could be a thing that's happening. It's probably the DHEA. So you have a list of the buildings and potential sites. If something stinks, it's probably the DHEA. Or the Riddler. One of the two. 
the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I, uh, as soon as I've got like those nailed down, I'm just like have a map of Deco City out on my desk, and I just circle in red every spot that it could be. Okay. And then I photograph it, and I te- I text Robin to take me to teleport me back because I've got the info rather than just sending it through text. I don't know if any of our lines are being watched because of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, I guess, will be whenever everything else gets done and Penny re-enters the scene on that end. Because some other things probably happen concurrently. Yeah. Everybody else on the team would be doing, like, power investigations. All right. So, Colin, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Who wants to go first? Who wants to do some investigation work? I did want to actively um, bring Nan to have up to speed, though, about the plan as is so far. I'm listening. And just... Thanks, Razor. To keep things quick, out of character summary, um, we are going to basically get into the city under the radar, under everybody's radar if possible, but come into contact with Coyote Man, who knows the city, knows, probably is aware of these black sites already, and extra emphasis on Megalad is be as stealthy as it is possible for you to be. Mm. Yes. Make no waves whatsoever, just so that Xerox and the DHEA are not aware that we are onto either of them. I got some bad news for you. <laughs> I Hence the extra underlines. Yes, um, so the thing about stealth is it's not a skill I have. So what's especially being emphasized here is that, like, Deco City has a very high street crime rate. You do not touch any of that. You have to let all of that go. Just this time, because literally anything you do in the public setting will get noticed. I want to punch someone. Punch yourself. We're all going to be commuting back to uh, Paragon City. Halcyon. Or Halcyon City during the day. You'll be fine. No, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. (laughs) I will ground you if I have to. I'm older than you. You're not. I'm 23. Also. Hey, you're both 17. How are you 23? I, it's called birthday birthdays. Was, <laughs> yes, my birthday was before yours. Wow, this is new. Also, I will fire you into space. That doesn't work. I will take your ability to fly from you. I will do all kinds of things so you do not fuck this up and cause the apocalypse. I would never. Yes, you You would. would. You would. (laughs) That's the problem, is you absolutely would. Never guys have any fun. You you guys are way too blasé about crime lately. Perspective, my man. Perspective. 
Yeah, there's a sense of scale we're operating under here. Things take priority over other things. We're the big leagues. We stop the doomsday stuff now. Occasionally we'll stop petty crime, but for the most part under our radar. Other people handle that. New teams get that. There basically isn't much petty crime in Halcyon anymore. I Some fixed talk. most of that. Yeah, Some that's the other thing. We're, we're focusing on the social programs that prevent minor crimes from being committed as often. Just remind me, um, Suntok, what's that thing you call yourself? Affable Regional... Regional... Sundog? Affable Regional Sundog, yeah. Yeah. Like... I'm not saying we don't stop petty crimes on occasion, you know, when we see them, but... We are also the set. We're the number two superhero team in this town, and we gotta have perspective, okay? We're trying to stop a doomsday thing. Other people, there are other superhero teams out there, and they will handle the petty crime for now. Right now, we gotta focus. Come on, mm. focus. Do yeah, I have to dangle shiny way. keys in front of you until you like this? Jingle, 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 jingle. Look at this. Look, jingle, jingle, jingle. Look at this. Not at the petty crime. Jingle, jingle, jingle. We're trying to stop the apocalypse. Jingle, jingle, jingle. It's so shiny and they make noise. <laughs> they do. Jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> Namtab only because he beat me to it because my keys are right here. Yeah, my keys are all the way downstairs. I can't. I, I'm not going <laughs> to. I keep my keys up downstairs. I'm just gonna <laughs> grab young Megalad by the shoulders and be like, when we get back, we have averted the apocalypse. We'll go out, you and me, and we'll scare the absolute piss out of some muggers. But right now we gotta focus. Promise? We will make them literally piss their pants, I promise. Okay. I'm glad we had this talk. Now that that nonsense is handled, let's uh, let's do some investigation. Right, and I think we'll get the the most numbers if we all research independently. Yeah, um, like I said in the chat, it's best that we save the vision to last because the vision gets something, no matter whether I fail or pass. Okay, Colin, can you remind me of the rules? So. Each power I know the geometric get, pattern, but there yeah. was another thing. I'm keeping track of the total amount result of the rolls. So even if uh, don't quite get to one, you don't have to worry about like absolutely boosting it to the maximum effect. I mean, you might want to just for just to get the highest number possible. But if like you roll a four and the target number is a seven and the next person rolls a five, they get the next power because that, because the other, the first three points are going towards that seven. Okay. So we are trying to add up to a series of targets rather than trying to individually hit a series of targets. Correct. And that's why I said, uh, it's probably best if we go individual on this. Yeah. Right. So that will get us the greatest possible sum. And I already have the order of the powers that you will be getting and the difficulty number that uh, you have to meet in order to get that number. So it's going to be smooth as butter, hopefully. 
So I can, I'm good to start because I know exactly what I want to roll and to what effect already. Okay. What do you want to roll? I, I want to roll contacts for the first fucking time this campaign. Hooray! Okay, so go ahead and roll contacts. That is a perfectly valid way of doing it. So that's a four. Four, yep. Uh, so the, like, the initial point of this is I'm trying to get a hold of Disjoint, but also I am sending out feelers for, like, hey, is there anybody in my circle, my alignment, where... Uh, who have gotten jumped by this person and gotten a bit of them snipped off. And uh, to like try and get this, try and go as hard on this as I can, uh, I am going to offer to grease whatever palms need to be greased. Mm -hmm. And I am going to invoke my criminal background. Okay. So that's an eight. So that is an eight. That gets you the first two powers on the uh, on the list because the difficulty technically technically would have started at one, but I gave you disjoin for free, so the difficulty is starting at two. So you've hit the difficulty <laughs> two and the difficulty five ones. So I'll let you get to disjoin for free. That's no big deal. Um, so. The, you get one bite from the uh, from people in your circle. Actually, no, you get two bites. Um, so the first one is a relatively young uh, super who identifies as a villain, even though he typically like is a force for good. He's definitely like not trying to work with like the people who are in charge. He's trying to basically undermine them because he thinks the system sucks. Uh, his name is Twistrod. Yes, he knows how bad that name sounds. You're not. That's awful. Yep. That's so awful. It's based oh my off, god, dude. It's it's a it is based off of a uh, martial art move that uh, and you know what? Whatever. Lucky seals the peach man. He's a C tier super at best. Uh, his only real claim to fame is that he has enhanced reflexes, and yes, those are. Uh, cosmic based. So I'm going to add that to the clam diver. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bobbin. <laughs> what? It's a profession. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, he has he had in he has enhanced reflexes. Uh he got into a fight with some person in purple and green, got their ass handed to them because there was like seven of them at once at some point and uh, and then got a bit of their ear snipped off. Okay. And then next up is a another villain uh, te technically retired because uh, his big heyday was in the 90s. Uh, he works at Target now, and yes, I'm still keeping that thing going. Um, he his name is Mike Johns, but he used to go by Kevlar, and that was that's with two R's, by the way, because it was the '90s. Hello there, first name, first name. Yep. Uh, and while he has like a robotic arm and like cybernetic enhancements, uh, the only cosmic power that he had 
was that he was literally bulletproof. Bullets did not hurt him. Knives would fuck him up. Like just just bullets? Yeah, well, I mean, like, like just just I bullets? Well, bu- like traditional. No, no, I no no. I want this to be just bullets. No. And his superhero origin story is a blotched mugging. Like <laughs> him and the mugger were just kind of staring at each other for a second. Um, no. Well, this no, is it's, awkward. It's it's basically any projectile that uh, that would work similar to a bullet. So like you know arrows, uh, like uh, throwing stars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like laser weaponry would fuck him up, but uh, but not like traditional. Okay, so I hope you realize you've made this guy boring now. Yeah. So it's. Immunity to puncture wounds via projectile weapons. Okay, so I will immunity. I mean, you don't have to update that, but okay. for like for how Robin is conceptualizing it going into yeah. this fight. What if I'm holding works. the bullet like between my fingers and I punch him? <laughs> that's not a projectile. Okay, so what if you're in the air when you hit him? <laughs> What if I am thrown at him while holding a bullet out in front of me? <laughs> he is bulletproof. You don't. It doesn't work. Anyway, moving on. Also, you wanted to speak with Disjoin, and Disjoin uh, basically hears, "Hey, you want to talk to them?" So uh, they say, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" And they meet you in a um, in a fairly public place, like a park or something. And uh, they're not dressed like a traffic cone this time. They are dressed in uh, normal clothes and. Uh, they go, so you wanted to talk? Yeah, hi again. How have you been? Um, well, uh, she holds up her hand and, uh, there's a, and her ring finger is missing. She goes, been better. Uh, it's, I'm still waiting for the, for the doctors to be free to regrow this. So there, there's always that. Okay, I know that that's shit, but that wasn't what I was talking about. We had that conversation last time. Have you figured out a smarter and safer way to make a living? Yeah, not running into you. Hmm. There's gonna be people who are a lot less nice about it than I was. Anyway. Uh, well, we'll deal with that later when there isn't. Uh, real bad shit happening. So, the uh, the person what ganked you, they are going to end the fucking world if we don't get them under control. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm talking like, there will be nowhere to hide, the planet Earth will get glassed. I, kind of ending the world. But I like it here. All my stuff's here. Yeah, same. All the people I like. Yeah. I'm, I'm partial to this planet. Uh, so we need to stop them. Probably going to come up to a punch out, as these things frequently do. And uh, with that with that trophy that they got from you, they can now do what you can do. So... And I mean this in the nicest way possible. I need to know the optimal method to kick your ass. <sighs> okay. So you just need to... So I can't really think of a way that would help, but uh, I can at least tell you how it works. The more copies I make of myself, the 
weaker they are collectively. So if I have, if I make, you know, two copies, they are much more powerful if I were to make, you know, 20 copies. Sometimes strength in numbers is good. Sometimes, you know, you just need a three-man crew and all three, all three of them. Okay, that's good so far. Do they all think independently or does the main body manage thoughts and actions for all of them? It's weird. We have a shared idea of what we're doing. So each one thinks independently, but also sort of has an idea of what they're going to be doing. So like if I split off into two, one of them knows in order to like, I don't know, just robbing a convenience store or something. If I need one to drive a getaway vehicle and another one to watch the back, that they know to, one of them knows to get the getaway vehicle and one of them knows to watch the back, but they can also like do their own independent thing and think for themselves and work out optimal ways to do that. Even if it means like abandoning their original post. Okay, so they're fundamentally task-oriented, but they can change their tasks if they judge that to be the right move. Do you, the main person, become aware if the copy does that change? Is there a hive mind thing going on here, or are you all just like completely psychically disconnected from each other? We are psychically disconnected from each other. I've lost count of the times that I've run into a copy who's gone off and done their own thing. Okay. Um... If you made a bunch of copies, or even just one copy, and I punched you the original in the face hard enough, does... Is, is there like a harm threshold under which the copies cease to exist? Unconsciousness. Okay. So if you and the main body get knocked out, does that mean that there's a degree of like you actively maintaining them? Yes, but I've never been punched so hard where if I didn't lose a consciousness, then my copies then cease to exist. Okay. Um. Uh, and when you say the like the more you make, um, the less strong they are. Um, number one, does that apply cognitively? Do your copies get dumber as you split them? No. We have, they all have the same rough intelligence. It's more of a physical thing. I guess also like there might be some sort of mental weakening going on, but, uh, but that's more in terms of like being able to resist magic effects and such. It's not like intelligence based. Okay. Um, does the original get less powerful as you split off? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Um, is there a harm threshold under which the uh, copies will undergo catastrophic existence disintegration? Uh, there is, and it depends on how many copies are being made. So if I have less copies, they can take a couple punches. If I make more of them, then they start just poofing out of existence if you so much as punch them really hard in the face. Cool. <sighs> Shit, what else? What else? What else? 
Is there any way to tell? Is, is there any way an outside observer could tell how many copies are in existence? No. Sure. Is there a way to tell the original from the copies? Excellent question. Is there something that sets you apart from the copies, aside from the like loss of physical ability? Also, no. You're all physically exactly alike. You've, you've all, checked. You've, you've stripped and examined each other. Yes. Criminy. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's less than ideal news, but it, that's a lot of really useful information. Uh, is there anything else? Um, and this is me asking, hey, other players, is there anything else? I can't think of anything. I got mine now. I learned everything I need to know when they when they said punch him really hard in the face. <laughs> so I want to explain mechanically the way that works is that um, the more copies of Disjoin slash Xerox there are, the lower status they get as an NPC. So this so Xerox is a main NPC. Only a couple copies would turn them into superior copies into superior NPC. A bunch would turn them into a good minor NPC. And then there's like two other tiers lower than that, that like the more copies they make, the, the lower the tiers uh, on the pyramid they go. I guess oh. the, the only question I can think of is would the copies themselves be able to, do the copies make copies themselves? Okay, may have yes. been asked. Two good questions that was not asked. I'll ask. I will ask that right now. Uh, can the copies create other copies, or do they all have to originate from you? They all have to originate from me, but uh, if Xerox is smart about it, they'll just keep making cop. They'll either just keep making copies if they want to overwhelm you with numbers as they go, or you know they'll strategically place a couple of copies around and just really fuck up your day with, you know, precision. Um, speaking of copy creation, uh, can, like, what's the genesis mechanism? Do they, like, physically issue out of your body, or do you just, like, they appear in a cloud of smoke a couple feet from you? Um, it's a little combination of both. They sort of, they sort of, like, blur into existence as it looks like they're moving out of me, but I don't actually think they are. It, it does originate from me, but, uh, like, a couple of inches. Okay, so you can't, like, create them a couple of meters away. Correct. Okay. Um, and then, and then, um, going back to the whole, like, loss of function thing, the more there are, you know, say there's, say there's ten of them, and you're working mm -hmm. on copy ability divided by ten. If we take out two of them, do all of the remaining copies get more powerful? No. Oh, that's some real fucking good news. Okay. I guess the other assertion is if the copies can't themselves make copies, it suggests the copies don't get access to the powers of the original. So the, so we wouldn't have to worry about Xerox making a drag map or anything. That's a, th that's a thing I can ask which is um okay kind of a weird one here um you ever like teamed up with any other supers for any particularly difficult jobs yeah 
Did you ever team up with an enhancer? Yeah. Were your copies enhanced? Yes. Shit. Okay. Because, uh... Because the issue is that the... The one we're going after, they're not just stealing from you, they're getting from a bunch of people. Did the enhanced enhanced copies have the ability, then have the ability to make copies would be the question. No, no, that's uh, that's not a thing that would happen. If they're enhancing the original, essentially all of the others are enhanced. So, okay, so out of character what this probably means is that the copies can't copy powers or use powers it's only the original that has the power stealing no it's the opposite it's the opposite of that oh i completely misunderstood (laughs) that's why it's bad we just said we she couldn't form a dragnet no you said that yeah no one corrected me we're correcting you now. Okay. I have an idea, and I'm not sure if this is going to ask yet. Is there any sort of, like, resource that is expended by creating copies? Like, calories or anything like that? I have not asked that. That's a good one. Um, is there, like, an upper limit to how many you can make? Like, depending on what sort of meal you ate in a day? Is, is there, like, a caloric cost? Is there a mental cost? It's... We see Xerox just angrily slurping down a milkshake, so we'd be worried. <laughs> that was a joke for Colin and Colin alone. <laughs> um, so, oh God, okay. Um, she goes, I mean, I've never really tried to see what my upper limit on creating copies is, so I don't know. I tapped out at one time at, like, 20 and I I guess I maybe had a bit of a headache the next day I don't quite remember but like I I don't try to go as excess numbers I just I determine how many numbers would be appropriate and then I just create that instead okay so there's no like like again there's no calorie expenditure or anything like that as far as you're aware as far as I'm aware, if they're creating like a billion copies of themselves, then maybe. I don't know. Okay. So any expense is minimal to the point of being negligible outside of very high numbers. Correct. Got it. <sighs> Anything else, fellow players? I'm tapped out. <laughs> I threw a bullet really hard at you. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Does he have bullets in his house? Have you ever been shot? Do you know that you're not bulletproof? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, No. uh, Okay. I think that's it. Uh, Cool. Thanks. Um, One second here. I put on my mask and there's just like a couple seconds of lag and then I hold up my hand and a manila envelope appears in it toss it over uh they catch it and they look inside it's like 300 bucks in 20s oh cool thanks Hmm. i mean compensation for making everything more difficult for you in the future 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go do some stuff now. Hmm. So either have that stuff be looking for a way to ply your abilities that isn't gonna get you in trouble with people like me, or that stuff be, I don't know, your girlfriend. Just don't make my life harder for the next week or so. No promises, bye! Go form a basketball team. <laughs> but if they were all the players by themselves, then they would suck. We just learned this. Well, that's why I said a basketball team. There's only five. Fair enough. Okay, so that's my part of the investigation done. Now... Young Gary, Zero, and Felix can get on it, in on it, and then uh, Old Gary can have that second division. All right, who wants to go next? I'll do it. Okay. So, what what skill do you want to roll in order to uh, try and figure out what power Xerox has nicked? I am going to cast a divination spell. I am going to peer into the past to see a moment at which Xerox defeated another cosmic person and stole their item, and then look up their power set in the DHEA database. Okay, so go ahead and roll magic. I'm doing this incidentally because I have been pumping the magic skill, and it is higher than my academics at this point. Whoa, okay. All right, and I will also spend a fate point to boost that up a bit and say that uh, I can be far more precise with magical gestures than any human could possibly be. Okay. Is there any other fate stuff that you can think of that could apply? It would be a stretch, so just uh, do I hit a threshold? Uh, You have hit a threshold, yes. Then that's enough for me. Okay. Um, so you peer into the past and you see you see Xerox fighting a large muscular woman, uh, dressed mostly in yellows and blues, in like sort of dressed in like some sort of warrior monk garb. And this is a superhero you would know as Strike Point. And uh, when you look up in the DHEA files, uh, Strike Point is a lineage legacy. Um, legacy. Yeah, is a legacy name. Uh, it's given to an extremely adept martial artist um, in a particular like line of families, and this is the first Strike Point that has ever actually had a cosmic-based superpower, which is uh, impressive. They. It seems like they typically try to avoid doling the uh, the title out to actual super based uh, people, but but this one managed to earn it just without the need of the super strength that she has. So you got super strength there on top of all the other stuff. Fair enough. All right. I believe. So for the record, um. We need one more to get to our next threshold. And mm-hmm. then after that, we need another six. So then, Sundog, 
Yeah, what am yeah. I rolling here? Uh, that that's up to you. What do you want to roll with? What, How what are do you, you doing this? Yeah. <clears throat> well, my investigate is terrible. <laughs> How's your rapport? Better, but not the best. Well, what are your threes? Uh, physique and fight. So, let's see. I guess rapport is the best option. Yeah. You can go ahead can and I, uh, ask around. Hmm? Can I ask, Colin? Um, hmm. Have all of the supers that have gotten got been located in Halcyon? Yes. Okay. Just curious. That means Suntog's rapport is actually very useful because he yeah. can just be a man around town. You can yeah. maybe even actually use that stunt that makes yeah, everybody in that. an area like you. I mean, if, if I'm in a so the I'll just post the thing thing here. Yeah, Basically, rapport. I can use rapport as contacts if I want to. Ah, uh, okay. Huh. All right. But yeah, so I'll just roll that and hope I don't uh, yeah. fuck up real bad. Well, I got a five. What the Damn, fuck? You got a five. I don't think that's fucking up real bad. Do you want to augment that with any uh, with any uh, fate points? Yeah, I will do that. Okay, if which you fate, hit, which you just need to hit a seven to get two. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So you're getting you turned that into a seven. So that's yeah. All right. So. You get, uh, you, you just ask around town, like, you're Sundog. Everybody fucking knows Sundog. Everybody I'm loves Sundog. I'm the Apple Regional Sundog. Yeah. So, um, you get two, uh, you get two hits. One is a person named Theo Rochester. He's, he's just a normal dude who has an extremely high healing factor. Like, he doesn't have any other superpowers. He doesn't want to fight crime. He doesn't want to do the superhero thing. He just happens to have a power, but is otherwise just like completely normal. And he just he just heals really good. And then the second person that you get is a local villain called Crawler. I don't like this person. <laughs> But uh, Crawler is basically a uh, is a cat burglar who can adhere to basically any surface. He can Spider-Man his way around stuff. It's the Trawler. <laughs> I'm Captain Sticky. All right. So for the next one, we need a total of seven. And young Gary hasn't done any investigating yet. Yeah. Well... Unlike you guys, who are completely out of touch with the everyday citizenry. Oh, yeah, that's definitely how all of our characters work. Hi, Captain Down to Earth and Relatable. <laughs> so Megalad, young Megalad, on the other hand, knows the truth about superhero fights, which is there are always people watching. Usually recording on their phones. Dude, that's how we got our fucking name. Yes, exactly. So, what he spent, what I spend my day doing is um, just flying around the city, um, 
asking people, the ordinary people, whether they saw, whether they've seen anything that matches Xerox's description and what they were doing. And and I, and I you know, make a land. Roll rapport. Hang on, hang on. I'm just fine using the worship stunt here. Okay. Which is, you know, Megalad's really powerful. Like he's, he's got a lot of stuff going on. So he, when people see him T-posing his way, descending majestically towards him, them like that one scene in Batman versus Superman where Superman descends and looks a bit like Jesus. Hey, aren't you dead? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like they, your purple After Effects. Yeah, exactly. So sp- by spending a fame point, that happens. Okay. Still got a roll rapport. You still got a roll rapport. Yeah, um, but it it is my best stat. Okay. So that's actually a six. That's a six. Do you want to augment that with any fate points? Because you are not getting any power. You're not getting any powers with that. uh, that Do I... I Remind me how stunts work. Oh, no, this one doesn't say I have to spend a fate point. Yeah, so... No. In that case, I will augment it. I'm... What little they do know about me is I'm a savior, not a superhero. Okay. Um, they they feel comforted around me, protected. They know that I am strong and will wrap the city in my big bulging biceps and make them feel safe. I, hate I haven't this. destroyed any buildings in a while. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, uh, well, because you've been dead. I mean, yeah, there's still time, but. <laughs> All right, so um, when you get to one person, they go, actually, wait, no, I did hear uh, something. I did see something like that. Uh, Like, they're wearing, what, you said purple and green? Like, full, like, they're not, yeah, I've I've seen that. And, like, he pulls out his phone, starts, like, going through his videos, and he pulls one up, and you see Xerox fighting what looks like to be some sort of wizard with glowing red eyes. And you know that uh, this is a wizard named Pocus. Uh, he used to be um, he used to be a much bigger deal back in the Silver and Bronze Ages. The power creep has kind of like negated his, has kind of like nerfed him a little bit. But um, he did have a cosmic power of uh, being able to shoot lasers out of his eyes. Great. So Love it's a that. very unfortunate choice of which of the two words to use as his name, but it is still somehow appropriate. <laughs> if he's a good guy, why does he have a skull? He's not a I, well, Everyone has a skull. Con- he worked with a former Vizier. Yeah, the former Vizier was a villain. Oh, I don't know that. I've been dead. <laughs> old, old Vizier. Thank you, citizen. The old cultural appropriation vizier. Yeah. Yeah. The weird one that got his shit kicked in. I take a selfie with the citizen who gave me that advice. Because one of us, one of us is still committed to the bit. Okay, Colin. Now here's the thing. Before we get to old Gary, there is one more member of Trendsetters. Okay, here's what I'll do. I will roll for Mooncat, but I'm not going to spend any fate points. 
Boo. We have to get fucking eight in order to get any new information at this point. What if we let Mooncap join? A while ago. Anyway, in that case, yes. If they're on a friends and family provisional thing. Uh, if, if you need an 8, I will spend a couple of 8 points depending on uh, the, the result here. So 7, they have a, to be clear, actually. Okay. Uh, so they have a plus 3 investigate. I'm trying to see if they have a, uh, a stunt here that I gave them that would... You know what? This, stu- this one stunt I don't ever see coming in handy because of fucking how I run this game. So I'm going to replace that with a stunt that gives them plus two to investigate stuff uh, involving superheroes and supervillains because that was their entire shtick the last campaign. So uh, I'll bump their investigate up to a plus five. And I will... Well, I will use... Had to spend two fate points in order to get us new information. Yeah, um... Hidden truths should come to light is appropriate here, so that's a six. I would be willing to donate a fate point. Okay, yeah, that that would work because I don't think any of the other uh, any of the other aspects does, really come into play. Does Gabby have a an aspect about being a criminal? Because if the next person to come up, you know, if the next person on the list is a villain then she could be see. using her own connections. Let me see if the next person on the list is a villain. No, the, ne- the next person on the list is not a villain. You could just say I'm assisting with her investigation. Yeah, sure. Sim- okay. Simultaneously, because I yep. am a robot of unlimited numbers of existences. Yep, so that's uh, plus eight. So you're up to 36. Which is one over the threshold. Yep. Um, the next person that you run into is another person who just has superpowers and isn't interested in being like a hero or a villain. Her name is Desiree Towers. Um, she works as a courier uh, using her super speed to give her an advantage. So she just basically so she can just do a ton of deliveries in one day. And uh, she, she was jumped by Xerox there. Where did she get those shoes? What are those? What are those? I was hoping someone would ask because I actually do have an answer. They went to Goodwill after the Tony Stark donation. <laughs> uh, uh, um, someone wanted can to we guess. not ask? Can we not ask? No, I they just like anti-friction boots? Or yeah. Something? yeah. My, my thought was... Uh, she runs down the soles of any normal shoes, so while she is not a super by trade, she does shop at the same stores. Yes, actually. And hold on, hold on. There's a there is actually someone who has a similar. Uh, no, oh, that's right. They cha- they did change their shoes, and when I when they changed their design, these used to be the same shoes that uh the same kind of Mach shoes 12. that Mach Twelve used to wear. It, so he just like licensed those out to sell for super uh, speedsters. <laughs> it's a niche got market. The fucking, got the fucking Mach 12s. They're very popular with the shoe heads. <laughs> <laughs> they cost upwards of $1,000 for a pair and they fucking look like that. <laughs> God. Fucking 
the sneakerhead group in Halcyon is worse because of how many sneakers <laughs> there are. I've got so many fucking taps open at this point because of all the superheroes you have you closed close them. them. Never. <laughs> Alright, and that puts us at Gary. Gary the Elder. I guess. Yeah, That's yeah I'm, I'm I'm aware of my characters. Of course Time I'm... to have a vision. Time to have vision. a vision, old man. Okay. So, I will say this. It's going to be... I will set the... Di- Don't roll until I set the difficulty, please. Okay. Close. You uh, have to... Colin, if you are going to set the difficulty at however many more successes we need, mm-hmm. then it's eight. Yeah. Yeah, so you need to roll an eight. I... I mean, I don't know what 4DF actually means, but... Four fate dice. I'm not sure I'm capable of rolling an eight, but the important thing is we get some information regardless. Just roll your dice. Let's see how we do. That's a two. That's a two. That is... So on a miss, you still get I get the information information. that there is always something crucial missing. So in this case, I probably know... I guess I'd know what the power is, but not the applicability of it. No, no, okay. I know exactly what I'll give you. I won't give you the name of the, I won't give you the power that you have, but I will tell you how many you're missing. Three. Hmm. That's pretty good information, I think. So there's three complete unknowns going okay. into the Xerox fight. Ah, oh, that's good. That's actually really useful information. Yeah. You can start ticking shit off. We know the total amount. Ten total powers, in addition to whatever they copy off of us in the moment. And only three of them will take us by complete surprise. Wait, actually, um, eleven, because disjoint exists. Still doesn't change the total oh, number yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so do we want to call it here or do we want to keep going? I'm fine with calling it here unless you guys want to... At the very least, at the very least, Penny walks in. uh, Penny just, you get a text from Penny saying, I've got the locations. Can you teleport me there? I'm sitting in my desk chair right now. I don't want them. I don't want to send it over an unsecured text. All right. Give me... Just a minute here. Um, can you actually like get up out of your chair? Unless you want me to bring the chair here with you. No, I don't want to move the chair back. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm standing up where my desk chair was. Okay, because like, admittedly, that'd be sick as hell. And I send that over text, and then I bring Penny over, and I, then I say out loud. But it sounds like it would be a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, no, I. I mean, you'd, be, you'd just have to send my chair back afterwards, and like, you've been losing chairs because the office chairs are too nice. It turns out somebody keeps taking them home. Like, I don't care enough to make it a big deal, but it's really obnoxious. I like to imagine that uh, that 
uh, switches like, yes, someone's taking them home. And then meanwhile, there's like a secret room where there's just a huge amount of Penny's uh, office chairs just stacked somewhere. That's too much even for me. <laughs> you just tap on, tap on the ceiling and a bunch of chairs fall down. <laughs> Look, if I'm going to steal a chair, I'm going to fucking sit in it. <laughs> I'm gonna scroll them away for a fucking rainy day. Maybe you will hide your man, the prankster hero that Colin never uses all along. Who? Who, Drum Man? Uh, Drum Man. You know, everybody's always so friendly to him. Hi, Drum Man. <laughs> anyway, hey, Colin. Yes. So, how many location? How many potential locations are there for the black site, or do I just know where it is? Uh, you don't know where the black site is. No, God, no. Um, it's that's gonna be a whole. <laughs> That's gonna be a whole thing. Um, let me roll a dice to get a number. Uh, roll six. There are, there are six potential sites. Jesus, I was hoping it would be like three. Nope. <sighs> hey, Colin, Colin pulled a fucking D12. That could have been a lot higher. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. You know what? I, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm just saying I was hoping it would be like three. Once we get in contact with Coyote Man, he should reduce that number quite a bit, I imagine. Oh yeah, Coyote Man. The person we're definitely going to be able to get in contact with. Coyote Man. Oh, I mean... Well, he's got a well, signal. Yeah, all you need to do is punch a criminal and apparently he'll just show up. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Meta nerd. stealing my kills! The guy <laughs> who is definitely Coyote Man is on, is on his fucking honeymoon, so... Yeah. Then why are you trying to stop me punching criminals? The DHEA is more and and it's more DHEA and less Coyote Man that they are worried about. Anyway, so we've got six potential sites. Um, some of them might just be warehouses. Some of them may be the actual black site. I can't really pin them down. Turns out the DHA was smarter than to just deny them on the grounds of we are the federal government, we can do whatever the hell we want. Okay. So I had to throw some money around, get somebody to investigate. Anyway, we got six sites. Can we look at the map, look at the map and sort of narrow down at all? No. You, you can't narrow it down just by looking at it, no. Well, like, where in the city are these are these sites? So they're, like, if they're doing experiments on something dangerous, they're not. it's not going to be a black site, say, in the middle of town. You don't know that for sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm extremely would, confident in this theory. No one would ever expect a black site to be, like, in a fucking mall. We put it behind the GNC. <laughs> there is also an open question as to whether they are attempting any experiments upon the arm or simply keeping it for the sake of keeping it. Look, it's in a vat of bubbly stuff. That's science. It could be a preservative. <laughs> Please. Look, I still think that that's an irrelevant question for the time being. The relevant question is, all right, team, uh, I've got a fucking plane ticket and I've got a plane ticket to get there for totally legitimate reasons. Uh, the rest of you all are going to have to teleport or figure it out, I guess. 
do you have coordinates for our staging ground warehouse? Uh, yeah, that's right. I circle it in a different color on the map, so it should be like I scribble down the like literal coordinates of the air of the empty space that should be there. Cal, bookmark those coordinates under the name Staging Ground. All right. Um, hey, Colin, what time of day is it? I'll say that this took quite a while, so it's probably getting pretty late into the night. Cool. That means it's the perfect time to move over. Who wants to go to Deco City now? I got a date tomorrow. Okay. So, so is that a no? If possible, I would like to go on the date. But I also recognize that this is a world-ending scenario. Okay. Felix, I can bring you back to Halcyon. My transmission time is zero seconds. Or do you want to, like, go to bed and be well-rested for that? It's up to you. The event does begin in the evening. By this time tomorrow, we'll be done or we'll be dead, so... I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, those are the only two possible outcomes uh, of anything. So, the answer to my question is... Yeah, all right, let's go. All right. I have already arranged for an attenuated version of myself to patrol the city to give off the impression that I have not left. Yes, I'm... You definitely can't make clones of yourself. No, the old man's dead, remember? Yes, I wouldn't call him an attenuated version of yourself. Anyways, uh, Penny, see you in a couple hours. And... I move everybody into the warehouse. Wait, 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 Penny, why, why are you going the slow way? You, you've, all, you've already teleported by the time you're finished asking that question. It is to provide a cover story. Yeah, I turn to him and answer. She's there for legitimate business reasons to help us learn other things by a different way. So she has to go the legitimate business person way. Also, like, in character, out of character, if I if I got somebody to teleport me there for to do business stuff, I would have to pay them a consultation fee. Otherwise, it would be probably very illegal which I care about <laughs> when it comes to my business. I could just fly you. I'm fast. The Deco fast City outlawed the jaunt, so... <laughs> I don't even like being teleported. Anyway, point is, welcome to Deco City. It's dark, uh, it's Gotham damp, City. it's miserable, it's raining, it's by a bay that smells heavily of fish and crabs, and, like, you're in a way... In, the first thing you hear when you get to the warehouse is a gunshot outside. Can I go visit Gotham Hospital? A wretched hive of grunge and criminality. <laughs> a superstitious cowardly lot. Superstitious cowardly lot. Superstitious cowardly lot. Yeah, you got Gotham Hospital, you got W Enterprises, whatever that means. <laughs> Next time, Deco City. Uh, everyone, you can get take a minor milestone. 
How does Ace Chemicals have the biggest building of them all? I don't know why Ace Chemicals' building is so big. Chemicals are important. Swap and burglary are pretty good where they're at. I think I can swap. Hmm. What's going to be the best thing for talking to fucking Coyote Man? Is that going to be provoke or rapport? Okay, I will say this. Out of character, you know the Coyote Man that is currently operating is more closely based off of the anime Batman animated series Batman, so rapport will probably go a long way. Alright, so... I'll, uh... I'll swap my contacts and rapport then. Move contacts up to three. Or uh, move contacts down to two and rapport up to three. Okay. Still keeping swap and burglary as my best two. <laughs> my stats are perfect as is. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I think I'm okay, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's something I could do, but I don't think I'm. I think I'm good where I'm at, actually. Okay. I'm not particularly confident in the idea of letting the team's open criminal talk to the Batman XP, but what are you going to do? I'm sure it'll go fine, and we'll find out we'll next time. We'll all be there. Alright. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, players, for playing. I hope you all had fun, and I hope we get to see you next time for Totally Not Gotham City. I hope you enjoyed the session. Our GM tonight was Colin. This podcast also starred Bobbin Fredbear, Ape, Non-Ecludian Cat, Squares, and Nantab. Thank you for your time. <laughs> what a non-white cat? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce shit. Euclidean. Uh, special guest star piss. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody.